You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Maria Guardado, who covers the Angels for MLB.com. Maria, Happy New Year. Happy 2018. Happy New Year to you too, Danny. Have you, we're going to talk about resolutions in a second, but I want to know, have you, do you make them? Are you the kind of person who writes them down or you kind of go along as the year goes along making goals? To be honest, I'm not really a resolutions person. I mean, I feel like in past years, I kind of have tried to do that, but I've been terrible about sticking to them. So, you know, at this point, it's kind of just like, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to make anything official or write anything down, but. No, you know, everyone, everyone always wants to lose weight and stuff like that. So, you know, I'll try to get to shape, but we'll see how long <laughs> that effort lasts. <laughs> no, I'm the same. I think I think that you change throughout the year, so your goals are going to change. So uh, you should set them as you go. And I think Jimmy Nelson was on Twitter bashing all the uh, the resolutionists. So mm-hmm. uh, he clearly not for the uh, that process. But everyone, I think, is a little bit different. But I am going to ask you to make one resolution for the Angels in 2018? Sure. So I think that if I had to make a resolution for the Angels, I think it would be to keep their starting pitchers healthy. I mean, that's some, a problem that, that has really kind of hurt them the last couple of years. These, you know, Garrett Richards and Tyler Skagg and Juhini uh, and a bunch of those guys missing a lot of time. And, you know, the Angels haven't really had that depth to kind of overcome those, those big injuries. So um, I think, and I think that's really going to be key for them going into this year. You know, they've done a lot of, uh, moves to kind of bolster their lineup with resigning Justin Upton and getting Ian Kinsler and Zach Cozart. But, you know, I think the, the success of their season is really going to hinge on the health of their starting pitchers. So, um, you know, that would be my resolution for the Angels because I think that that's going to be the run factor that's really going to, you know, affect how, how they end up doing uh, the season and whether or not they can kind of get back into October or not. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think that they are the difference makers. And you wrote about five questions that the Angels need to answer this season. And you did. You touched on healthy rotation. You touched on Albert Pujols staying healthy. Uh, you also touched on Otani's ability to play two ways successfully, which I also was thinking about uh, the other day. I hadn't read your article yet, but I was thinking about resolutions for baseball and that I, on the same note, I was thinking that it, I would love for the Angels to – give him that chance to succeed both ways and have the ability to showcase the the um, the talent that he has on both sides but but I'm wondering through all these questions that you that you think need to be answered which one is the top priority is it Otani is it the healthy rotation is it Pujol staying healthy which one is it for you I think that you know I would say that the, the starting rotation staying healthy, but since we've already kind of gone over that, um, I'll also touch on the Otani stuff because I think that's going to be, you know, kind of the most intriguing aspect for the Angels this year. I mean, you know, there really hasn't been a two-way star in the majors since Babe Ruth, um, so there is really no no framework, no blueprint for the Angels to follow with him. So I think it's going to be fascinating to see, you know, what kind of plan they come up with to kind of accommodate Otani's desire to be that two-way player in the majors and you know, whether or not he, Otani can succeed, um, you know, as he had, as he's done in Japan, um, you know, I think everyone kind of expects him to, to succeed as a pitcher, but I think a lot of, not as much, not as many people are quite sold on his abilities to yeah. succeed as a hitter, especially since, you know, he's going to have some limited at-bats um, as a DH probably. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if he struggles with the Angels, will will kind of give him some leeway to kind of work out the kinks or, 
you know, if, if they'll kind of end up, end up pulling the plug on the experiment. So I think, you know, there's there's just so many aspects about this that, that are going to be fascinating to watch with the Angels and with Otani. And, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how it all plays out. Yeah, all eyes on Shohei Otani when it comes to spring training and when the season starts, but also eyes on Albert Pujols because from what we gather, what we know, and what you've been reporting, he's going to be expected to play more at first base to allow Otani to DH when he's not pitching, right? He's owed $114 million over the next four years. He's 39 years old. In my eyes, it doesn't feel right to say that he needs a bounce-back year. I feel like at that age, you're not you're not bouncing back anymore, but he, he does need a better year. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, I think he's coming off a, a pretty trying season, you know, probably the worst in, in his career, which has, you know, been so decorated between, you know, what he did with the Cardinals and what he did when, in his first couple of years with the Angels. But, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, last year you kind of saw him you know, it seemed like his age kind of caught up to him. Um, you know, he, he, because he'd had a lot of, you know, lower, lower body surgeries over the last couple of years, you know, he hadn't really been able to enjoy a full off season, you know, with training and conditioning and everything. So he always kind of arrived to spring training a little, uh, you know, suboptimal shape. And I think that kind of, you know, resulted in, in him being a little heavier and, and him losing some foot speed. And I think that really hurt him when it came to, you know, beating out ground balls. And I think that, was one of the reasons why his batting average was so suppressed and he ended up making so many outs. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that now that he was able to go through this entire offseason without any sort of surgery, you know, he really had the opportunity to get back into his, you know, normal training regimen. And, um, you know, by the look of some pitchers, it does look like he's lost some weight. So, you know, hope, you know, the Angels kind of hope that all of that will kind of manifest itself in a stronger, faster Albert Pujols who will kind of, you know, be able to, to regain a little bit of the form that he had seemingly lost last year. So, yeah, I mean, I think that he, he will be a pretty big piece of this lineup. You know, I do expect him probably to be somewhere, you know, in the middle and somewhere in the middle of the order, you know, and he's kind of been the Angels' most best run producer over the last couple of years. So um, I think that will be key, especially since, you know, he'll have Mike Trout and Justin up in, in front of him likely. So I think that will definitely be a lot of run producing opportunities for him. And he's also kind of approaching – um, a lot more milestones. He's only about uh, 30 or 40 hits away from reaching 3,000 hits for his career, uh, and he's, I'm, I'm sure he'll continue to, to climb up that home run leaderboard as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it will be interesting to see what the Angels can kind of get out of Albert Pujols over the remainder of his contract. Um, but, you know, I think he, he still has the potential to, to produce and, and to be kind of impactful for the Angels. Maria, you are going to be uh, busy this season, to say the least. I don't know if I ever told you, I was back in St. Louis maybe five or six years ago, and I went to a a hot yoga studio, and I looked to my left, and Albert Pujols was in my hot yoga class, (laughs) dominating, doing better than every single person that was in there. And there were a lot of uh, women who looked like they probably did this regularly, and he was doing an incredible job. And I, I think... Uh, you know, he hasn't been the healthiest, but I think that that's probably something that's kept him playing the game until 39 years old is doing something like hot yoga. It was amazing watching him do that. Yeah, I mean, guess now I know where his longevity comes from, so that's, that's, that's good to know. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I, w- I would be interested to know if he still does it. I, I would be <laughs> madly impressed yeah. if he did that. I'll have to ask him. Come spring training. Yes, ask him. Let me know. Um, all right, another superstar, Mike Trout. We haven't talked about Mike Trout in a while, but we're not going to focus too much on him. But since the Angels signed him, they've wielded one of the worst farm systems 
But that changed. In 2017, the Angels got Shohei Otani and Kevin Maiton from the Braves. And this is something that the Angels are very, very proud of, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that, you know, when when Billy Epler kind of took over as, as GM, he, he did inherit, you know, Mike Trout, best player in the game, but he also inherited a farm system that was kind of regarded as, you know, one of the, one of the worst in the game. So, um, you know, I think ever since he's taken over, one of his, you know, goals has been to kind of improve that farm system and kind of, you know, infuse it with, with fresh talent that was that had been kind of comp- depleted under previous regimes. So, um, yeah, and I think he, he definitely managed to, to do that in, in 2017. I think our, our friends at MLB Pipeline rated the, the Angels as one as having one of the most improved farm systems of the year. So, um, you know, the addition of, of Otani, who I, think, I believe is rated the number one prospect in the game right now, um, and Kevin Maiton, who the Angels picked up after he was released by the Braves, and, you know, Levon Soto as well, uh, who was another another former, former Braves prospect. Um, I think that those three additions really helped kind of improve this, this farm system. And, you know, the Angels also have a lot of young guys and kind of the, the lower levels of the minors who, who look promising. So, you know, as they kind of continue to work their way up the system, I think that the Angels will, will continue to to improve um, and, and have more of a, you know, steady talent pipeline that they've kind of been lacking the last couple of years. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out if those guys uh, can also come to fruition and, and help the Angels in any way. But I think that the the product that's going to be on the field for 2018 is, is pretty stacked. And like I said, Maria, you're going to be a very busy woman, which is exciting <laughs> and awesome. And I know that you've got a trip to get to, so I'm going to let you go. It's officially the preseason. We're out of the offseason, Maria, so we're right around the corner. Pitchers and catchers are reporting for spring training, and I'm excited to talk to you about all these crazy things that are about to happen this season. So thank you so much. Thank you, Danny. All right. If you need more of your Angels fix, you can go to angels.com and check out all of Maria's work. I'm Danny Wexelman, and this has been MLB.com Extras.